sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. We've got the talented Juan Soto for, you know, two and a half more seasons. That's option A. That's a good one. But we also have to think about, you know, B and C. My job is to make this organization a consummate winner again, like we did from 2012 to 2019, be a consistent winner. And I have to figure out ways as the caretaker of this franchise to make us a championship organization for a long, a long time to come. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Yeah, it sure sounds like uh, option two is going to win out over option one. Welcome to Opposite Picks on this Thursday, July 28th. Uh, yours truly, Scott Wetzel, sitting in for the next 60 minutes, taking your phone calls at 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll-free, 844-843-6879. You want to send a tweet? It is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E. Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me. Go to the website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact Scott icon and fire away. Ah, yes. Uh, ESPN there with the call as the, the Sterling Marte uh, single scored the winning run. Bottom of the ninth as the Mets take care of the Stankies for the second straight night. And that was uh, Washington general manager Mike Rizzo talking about the prospects of Juan Soto being traded or kept. They do uh, have his rights for two years. Arbitration eligibility. Uh, so it's going to cost them a little bit. But, um, you know, and actually, if you really go by his numbers, it really probably shouldn't cost that much more than about $15 million a year, believe it or not. Maybe even less than that, to tell you the truth. So uh, they could do that, sit on him for two years, or they trade him and uh, you know build up the franchise all over again. Interesting how he had to throw in that his track record. You know, I do have. A, it's almost like he's trying to sell the owners on, even though they're looking to move uh, the, the franchise. Like, yeah, hey, listen, I did win a World Series. I know we're stuck in last place. I know we have the worst record in baseball, but I did win a World Series not that long ago. Don't forget about that, boys. Interesting. Dodgers return home, being the Dodgers. Uh, Yankees lose the battle, but perhaps win the war. Questions for Brittany before she can come home. Uh, open parlays return after taking yesterday off. Trout fails the Angels again. Is tennis next? Eight is enough with our strikeout props. We'll get to all those stories, plus your phone calls, pyramid plays, open parlays, and, of course, opposite picks all coming up on this uh, Thursday morning fastest hour on Sports Grid Radio. Uh, what's going on, LLs? Loyal listeners. How are you on this uh, Thursday as we uh, cross over hump day? It's a Thursday. Got some baseball stuff to get to today. We got Otani on the hill later on tonight. Uh, I will be in, uh, filling in a football full circle. So anybody that wants to call in today, uh, if you can't get through this show because we were limited on how many calls we could take, but uh, we do appreciate all the phone calls we do get. And you can kind of talk to me uh, next hour as well as uh, me and Joe Lisi do the next hour here on Sports Grid Radio. So a lot to get to. We'll get all the opposite picture and all that other stuff uh, going on, including uh, just touching on. We won't go too crazy with the uh, Brittany Griner thing, but we have been one of the proponents for, uh, you know, having this uh, poor woman stuck over in jail to get home. However, there are a little... 
repercussions to that, clearly. Uh, so we'll get into that as well. First up, let's look at a little baseball. Dodgers won yesterday afternoon. Naturally, you know, they dropped the first two games of their series. I mean, what are the chances of them getting swept, right? I mean, that wasn't going to happen. No way, no how. But you, you just never know. That's why they call it gambling, right? They win. They win easily. So uh, what they should have been doing in the first two games of their series, they did not. Of course, the Tigers had to win, although we did not play the uh, – you know, normally we play pro-Dodgers, anti-Nationals, but since they're playing each other, we couldn't do that. So for the first day, we threw in the Padres uh, as part of that mix in the second day as well, but uh, it still didn't convert. And you know what? We just said yesterday, well, we'll just let it lie. Uh, we'll just stick to our guns because we hit a couple times already with uh, pro-Dodgers, anti-Nationals. So Nationals are off tonight, so we're not going to be able to do that again. So we'll have to resume that on uh, on Friday. But Tigers, well, that's an awful job by uh, San Diego. You, you can't. They, these National League teams, I, I tell you what, outside of the Mets, Braves, and, uh, and Dodgers, that, that's it in the National League. And you do have two monsters in the American League with the Stanks and Astros. I get that. But, you know, those uh, AL East teams are all pretty darn good. And I still think Minnesota, when everything is said and done, is going to be a halfway decent team. The National League team, that's a joke. How do you lose two to Detroit? Uh, that, that is just pathetic. That, that, that really is. And White Sox are just as bad. And you lose to the Rockies, for goodness sakes. You, you can't lose these series. I mean, time is dwindling. You know, I, you know, I know baseball is such a long, long, long season. But they're blowing opportunities here. Uh, obviously, they're within striking distance. But it's like you have, sooner or later, you got to start winning some of these games. Uh, White Sox are 49 and 49. At least the Padres are 10 games over 500. But how do you explain losing two or three to, to Detroit? That, that, that's just unbelievable to me. I even understand the A's beating the Astros three straight. I do. You know, division game, stuff like that happens. You know, these division matchups are a little bit closer than the uh, outside division matchups. Uh, it is still weird. Don't get me wrong. I mean, to have Oakland uh, be able to beat the uh, Astros, who were red hot, you know, uh, battling for the best record in all of baseball. What a weird three days this was been, right? I mean, the Astros against the A's and the Dodgers against the Nationals and the first place Dodgers and first place Astros combined to go one and five. I mean, that is just... You think you can pick baseball games? Knock yourself out. Picking uh, three, four, five, six. I mean, it's the essence of opposite picks. One game, okay. Trying to pick seven games when you get outcomes like that, good luck. Good luck. All right, a lot to get to, including a couple of locks with our strikeout prop. That's all coming up next. Opposite picks, Sports Grid Radio, Series 6 at 159. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And a ground ball toward the whole lot through. Here comes Iglesias to throw on its way. Safe at the plate. And the Rockies win it. Right field. Back goes Mazzara. Still goes back. And that ball is off the wall. One run is Here we go. Here comes Jonathan Scope. Tigers are going to walk it off in the night. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. 
yes, you are. Welcome back to uh, Sports Grid Radio, which is Opposite Picks, the home of Opposite Picks. Uh, another uh, walk-off. Well, yeah, it's amazing how many walk-offs you get each night. You know, I had a, a discussion with uh, Dave Sherpin on in-game live uh, one day this week or last week, one of the days, and uh, he said that he used to work at a book that offered up uh, would there be a grand slam every single night. And I'm like, boy, I'd, I'd bet no. You know, he's like, no, nah, you'd be surprised, Scott. You know, I don't really think there are grand slams every single night. I would have been all over that. But walk-offs, that would be an interesting bet. Will there be a walk-off winner tonight? Um, I, I would think if you bet the yes, you'd have to lay odds. Every single night, we're always playing highlights of walk-offs, always. So, so first one was ATT Sportsnet, Rocky Mountain, with the Rockies uh, beating the White Sox. And then uh, the other one was uh, Detroit, uh, Valley Sports Detroit, with uh, the Reyes walk-off RBI double bottom of the ninth inning as the uh, Tigers take care of the uh, Padres, as we talked about, rallying from a 3-2 down. All right, welcome back. Ops picks right here on Sports Grid Radio. So some of the highlights from yesterday. Yankees, uh, you know, they lose last night to the Mets. They lose the two games of the uh, Subway Series. A lot of fun here in New York. First time really in a while. And really, I, I tell you what, for as long as I've been living in this area, which is basically my whole life, Jersey and, uh, and New York, outside of going to school and living in uh, the Chicago area for about seven years, you can count on one hand how many times the Yankees and Mets have been both good at the same time. More times than not, admittedly, it's been the Yankees good, the Mets bad. Uh, you know, in the 86 era, when it, when the uh, Mets with the strawberry days, you know, the Yankees were horrible for the most part. It really, you'd be surprised. It's, it's uh, you know, Rangers, Islanders, Devils have been much better, all good, or more often, I should say, you know, uh, or even uh, Giants and you know, Giants and Jets are never any good. You know, the, the, the Jets for the most part. Uh, but there have been a couple of years where Giants and Jets both were halfway decent. Uh, Nets and Knicks, as, as bad as the Knicks have been over the years, Years that you know they've both been good the same years more so than the Yanks and and, uh, and Mets. It's it's not it's not common. It really isn't. So uh, it's always been a lot of fun for the New York fan, which I am not uh, when it comes to baseball. You know the Subway Series, but when it's actually with two really good teams, it just kind of heightens it a little bit more. So uh, you know, so the Mets win both games, uh, the walk off uh, there. But the Yankees may have won the war as they acquired Andrew Benatendi from the Royals. I don't know how, but the Yankees always seem to get these guys their farm system must be the 10 times better than anybody else. I mean, guy's got to be a free agent at the end of the year. I don't know if the Stanks are going to try and re-sign him or not, but you know, it, it, at worst he's a, you know, a 3-month rental. And uh, they give up these draft choices like they're a dime a dozen. I mean, nobody else offered anything. I mean, the guy's hitting 320 for goodness sakes. He's having his career year. Doesn't have much power. I will grant you that. Three home runs this year. Uh, but he's not playing in a hitter's ballpark. He, he hit like 10 or 12 or so with the Red Sox. Uh, 39 RBIs. Team sucks. You know, so, but he's hitting 320. And in baseball these days, 320 is phenomenal. That's like hitting 350 any other year. And nobody was willing to give them anything more than the stanky three prospects. I mean, who knows if prospects are good or not. I just, it's just amazing how the Yankees seem to pick these guys up. So they're going to put them right in the lineup. And, oh, by the way, they play Kansas City starting tonight in a four-game series. You know, if I'm the Royals, you know, aren't you telling the Yanks, listen, we got a few days before the trade deadline. You know, do me a favor. Just, just, can I have my best player for our series here? You know, can, can you at least do that for me? I bet the Yankees said, you give it to them now or, or, or that's it. Uh, or we're not making a deal. I, I bet that was the case. So with uh, Stanton being on the IL, Judge figuring to be on the IL, 
next time Hicks sucks, Gallo sucks, uh, he, he's going to fit right in. Boy, he's going to, you know, no doubt uh, get a start. Mike Trapp, the other story, oh, our favorite baseball whipping boy. Even more than, uh, than Stanky's, I think, at this point. Good old Mike Trout is at it again. Now he has a back injury that doctors are saying are as rare as rare can be, especially for a baseball player. Speculation about his career maybe being over. You know, this is why angel people and everyone else in baseball, you don't give out 10-year contracts, all right? Uh, no doubt they have insurance, but still, I don't know how that works officially with the salary cap and all that other stuff, if in fact his career were to be over. But chances are he's not going to end his career. So it's just... This is why you don't give out these ridiculous 10-year contracts. Five years, maybe six, that is it. I tell you, 10-time All-Star, you know, say what you want about him. Uh, second highest paid player in the game at $37 million. Last year, it's a calf injury. Then it was a rib injury this year. Somehow or another, now it's a back injury. Hey, he's the old, he's like a 51-year-old 31. He's the oldest 31-year-old man in the history of uh, mankind. I mean, the guy is breaking down left and right, for goodness sakes. Oh, but he's the greatest player in the world, though, Scott. Yeah, you know, he's so great. He hits 350, 50 home runs, and drives in 140 RBIs every single year. You know that, so we're going to give him a pass. What a joke. The most overrated player in the history of sports. But he's hurt again. It, it's a beautiful thing. It is. All right, I got an eight-pack of uh, strikeout props tonight. Last night, uh, well, I think we split last night. Uh, two and three, to be exact. Not quite a split. Uh, we lost with Kyle Gibson. He only ended up with four. We hit with uh, Brad Keller. Uh, we lost with Chris Archer. Boy, he doesn't strike out anybody. We lost with Max Scherzer. Fudge. Eight and a half. He only had eight against the Stankies last night. We hit with the under Nathan Avaldi, which I admit later on I actually flipped and played a hunch with him uh, in our uh, super parlay, which we did not hit. We had Keller seven plus, Scherzer eleven plus, and then we threw Avaldi in there. So that was a loser. And those are ten dollar parlays that we'll do again. Uh, we'll do that every single day. We'll pick two or three guys. We'll do their alternate strikeout totals, and we'll see if we can hit a home run with one of these guys. So two and three uh, with our strikeout stuff uh, last night. Tonight, I like these guys a lot more than I did yesterday. First off, Otani's on the hill for the Angels. Uh, they're taking on the Texas Rangers. Middle of the pack strikeout team, but I like going against teams that suck, as the Rangers do. Otani's number is eight and a half. I like this strikeout stuff, I'm telling you. After watching the Astros beat the A's and the uh, Dodgers losing to the Nationals, I, I, I have more faith in the strikeouts than I do the uh, wins and losses. Otani's at 8.5. I've never seen a 9.5. Now, I haven't followed this stuff long, maybe three, four weeks we've been doing this. Uh, probably three, actually. So I don't know how high they go, but Otani 8.5 is as high as I've seen. He's had 10. Forget about 9. He's had 10 or more five straight games. This is what we're going to do. We're going to pick our five, six guys that we like. We're going to pick one guy that we're going to go alternate total with. And then we're going to pick two or three guys that we're going to throw in a parlay. Follow me? You will. So the one guy we're going to go alternate total with is Otani. 
They're giving us eight and a half, so you bet the eight and a half. If you're willing to bet that he's going to get 10 or more, they give you plus 168. 11 or more, plus three to one. 12 or more, which he's gotten twice in his last four starts, 520. Plus 520. Cha-ching, cha-ching. That's where we're going to go. So we're going to pick one guy each night that we think has a chance to really go monster. He's had 11, 12, 10, 11, 13. His last five starts. So he's hit that 12 two times. Not impossible. Not impossible. And at plus 520, I'll take my chances. Who are the other seven? I'll let you know with that when we come back. Opposite picks, phone calls as well coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Runners moving. Telez shoots one to right. Does he have another? Oh, yeah. Happy rowdy day. Three-run Connor. It's 8-3. One big swing and a bat from Rowdy Telez, and it kind of blows this thing wide open. Four multi-homer games this season. I mean, it's always tough going from Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer. <laughs> <laughs> from Devontae to Allen, it's going to be... Uh, you know, a transition, but he's capable of a lot. And the way things have gone with the rep, the guys that we've had here and the targets that we've uh, doled out, he hasn't had a ton of opportunities, but he, since his first day here, he's, he's turned heads. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Ah, yes. Welcome back. Opposite picks right here on Sports Grid Radio. Uh, Rowdy Piper Telez there for the uh, Milwaukee Brewers with another three-run homer. Brewers win yesterday over the Twinkies. You two uh, with the uh, the call there. And then that was Aaron Rodgers uh, joking. Remember uh, Devontae Adams earlier in the week uh, was talking about uh, Derek Carr comparing him to Aaron Rodgers. And he said, uh, you know, it's going to be difficult going from one Hall of Fame quarterback to another. Uh, so Rodgers throwing a little joke. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, you know, has shown some personal personality mr drip himself mr weirdo you know if, if there's one if there's, you you ask you know 100 football fans give me the strangest player in the nfl i, I think 90 of them would say aaron Rodgers, right with all those issues off the field and everything um it's showing a little personality yesterday trying to compare uh lazard to adams and, and listen that's a joke lazard sucks uh, that packer team i think they're gonna play 500 football i really do i think they are way they are gonna miss uh, Devontae adams Big, 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 big time. So, all right, welcome back. Opposite picks right here on Sports Grid Radio. So, back to our uh, pitching props. We'll grab some phone calls here. 844-843-6879. But just to recap on Otani before we get to the others. Uh, yeah, I, I like Otani. I mean, listen, five straight games of 10 or more, right? I mean, how can't you play him? He's at home. Uh, got a team that's flying in that uh, played. Well, they didn't play yesterday, but that's okay. But the Angels played yesterday after. Afternoon, but that's okay. Plenty of time to get to Anaheim um, from Kansas City and it'd be five straight 10 games, and I got it at eight and a half. And so we're going to play him at 10, 11, and 12. A couple shekels, not full units, but just a, a couple of shekels. And we will put Otani in our $10 parlay, which is going to pay over $600. 
I'll let you know what we're going to do as we finish out that parlay coming up. First up, uh, let's grab a couple phone calls uh, as we delve into our program. Dom in East Rochester, one of our great LLs. What's going on, Dom? How are you this morning? Not too good, I guess. Dom, you there? Once? Twice? Oh. All right. Uh, maybe have some. Oh, there you go. Dom, you there? I'm here. All right. Have it. All right. Fire away, Dom. What's going on, bud? Have you got me? Yeah, I got you. Go ahead. Oh, oh, okay, good. I'll start out with an agreement that I. You know, I used to think that Trout was the closest thing that I had ever seen since Mickey Mantle. And you know, over the years, there's been a dozen guys that were supposed to be Mickey Mantle. But I got to go along with you on this. You know, this, this guy's a fraud. And and by the way, you could put Stanton right, right there in, in there with him. You know, they're a couple of babies is what they are. You think that Trout's back would be quite as bad if they were in first place? <laughs> probably not. Yeah, probably I, not. Or yeah, if he was in like not. 300. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. So, you know, and I'll tell you, Stanton, you know, I, I don't care. When he's hot, I've never seen anybody so hot. But he's not, he's not hot often enough, and he's not on the field enough. Big mistake by, uh, big mistake by uh, 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 Cashman. Uh, on Stanton. Listen, uh, Marty, you didn't, uh, Marty tried to tell you that as Yankee fans, you know, I, I don't really care about beating the Mets, but I will say this. I'll meet you halfway. I don't want to lose to the Mets. You know, th we have nothing to gain when we're playing the Mets. We're supposed to win. It's miserable when we lose. And of course the Mets fans go crazy. When uh, when when uh, they beat us. Now here's the thing, and you got beat up by this last night with your Scherzer bet. You know Boone, uh, it's clear that this guy is over his head in this job. You know, don't forget this guy never even managed a little league team. Okay, so yeah. he gets lucky because the worst. He gets lucky last night because the worst manager in baseball, which one Buck Showalter, he pulls Scherzer too early, hurt you on your bet, right? Yeah, cost me. But, right? And then, you know, uh, so we tie him. He gets lucky, and, and he brings in Holmes, and, and Holmes holds him. And then he doesn't pitch Holmes in the, in the ninth inning. Right. What's he doing, Scotty? Is he saving him to pitch against Kansas City? <laughs> I, mean, really? I know. You just run yeah. him out there for another inning. You know, they might have got beat anyway, but at least get beat with your best. What are you doing? Yeah, I, I some of these managers are clueless when it comes to uh, how to use a bullpen. I, I, I don't know if everything's been taken out of their hands so they're just not really used to managing anymore. Um, or that was upstairs telling him you got to pull your guy out. Holmes, uh, you know, he did throw 21 pitches, but it's like, God forbid. See, what I would have done is it had Lusaga, or however you pronounce his name, uh, pitch another inning. He only threw four pitches to get out of the seventh. And, uh, you know, why not bring him in in the eighth and then save Holmes for the ninth? Uh, that's how I, I would have done it. Uh, but... 
Yeah, these managers, uh, when it comes to double switching and all this other stuff, they're all puppets now for the most part. I will say this about Boone, though. He's, you know, his father was a major league player. His brother was a major league player. You know, he grew up in baseball. So if there's one guy that should know what the hell is going on, even though he may have not managed, uh, it, it is him. So, but, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, some of these guys are just lost. Just just, just absolutely lost. All right, 844-843-6879. Back to our, uh, our pitching props. So we're going to use Otani. We're going to use uh, in that same game Spencer Howard four and a half because we always go against the Angels because the Angels strike out more times than any other team in all the baseball. So we always use the opposing pitcher. So we'll grab Howard at four and a half, and he's like a three, four, five strikeout guy. That's right around his number. So you get a little bonus uh, knowing he's going up against the Angels. You use Zach Wheeler at six and a half. He's getting plus odds, which is nice. Playing in Pittsburgh, which is the third worst strikeout team in all the baseball. Uh, good news, bad news with Wheeler, right? His number six and a half. He's had seven or more strikeouts in 10 of his last 15 starts. And he's going up against the third worst strikeout team in baseball. What could be the bad news, Scott? Bad news is uh, he's on an 0-4 run with his strikeouts. I tell you what, one thing I have noticed with this, uh, to, to a man for the most part, strikeouts in... May and June, way up. Strikeouts in July, way down. For uh, I would say realistically, about seventy percent of these guys, it's a, it is amazing. Uh, I don't know if they're seeing the ball better. The pitchers just too much wear and tear. But boy, you take out ten pitchers, and you will see the numbers earlier on way up, and the numbers uh, later on in their season way down. So that's that's the only uh, concern with Zeeler, uh, Wheeler. He hasn't done it in four straight starts. But facing Pittsburgh, ten and five overall, I'll take my chances. He gets seven. I like that. Uh, Logan Gilbert of Seattle, uh, five and a half. He's had six or more strikeouts in seven of his last eleven starts, including seven against the same Astros team. His last game. Now, normally I like to stay away from that. We're a pitcher is facing the same team two times in a row, but this Astros team is scuffling here. And I do like betting against uh, teams when it comes to these strikeouts, uh, you know, on pitchers who are facing teams that are scuffling a little bit as the Astros are coming off a sweep at the hands of the A's. Uh, Tyler Anderson of the Dodgers, three and a half. Uh, good news is it's only three and a half. The bad news is Monster Big minus 158. Good news is he's had four or more strikeouts in 11 of his last 14 starts, 11 and three. Bad news is he is facing the Rockies tonight. And the Rockies uh, have the seventh fewest strikeouts in all the baseball. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight fewest strikeouts. So, you know, they're, they're a decent little contact team. But I'll, I'll still take my chances that Anderson, 11-3 with four more, uh, I'll take my chances. Cubs' Justin Steele, he's at four and a half. He's hit uh, five strikeouts, three of his last uh, five starts. Nothing crazy, but he's facing San Francisco tonight. And the Giants have lost seven straight. They are scuffling. This is an example of how I'll, I'll go with a pitcher as long as the numbers are, you know, halfway decent. Uh, I like betting against teams when it comes to these strikeouts, believe it or not. Uh, bad team, not hitting, definitely. Give me Justin Steele of the Cubs, who are actually playing good ball. They won six straight. Little flyer on these next two. 
Jordan Lyles this afternoon, Baltimore against Tampa Bay. His number's four and a half. He said five or more, four of his last eight, so four and four. But he did have five against Tampa Bay two starts ago, in which he pitched poorly. So I'm thinking if he can get five against Tampa Bay when he's pitching poorly, he should be able to get five against Tampa Bay when he pitches better, right? And then last one, Zach Thompson, three and a half. Um, he's had four or more, two and two his last four starts, but he's facing Milwaukee. And, uh, oh, no, he's facing uh, he's faced Miami and Milwaukee in back-to-back games. Otherwise, he's had decent numbers. So it's tough facing the same team twice. That's why he only went two and two. So Zach Thompson of Pittsburgh, our last one. Opposite picks in our parlay. Strikeout parlay coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. That music means time to take out those pad and pencils and get set for the fastest, but more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio, opposite picks. What are opposite picks your newbies ask? Well, we give you six, seven games a night, six, seven thousand reasons why we like one side, and then we go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, injury reports, weather reports, systems, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas. Ah, profitable little four and three last night, the hundred hours we picked up, so uh, we dipped uh, into our uh, deficit there, dropping it down to uh, 3700 bucks. if you're a $100 player from uh, January 1st. Seven-pack of baseball. Got a couple of afternoon games to tip things off. Cincinnati laying a buck 30 versus Miami. You know, Reds and Marlins, very similar. Both have two pitchers that you can play on, and then the rest stay away. Reds have one of their two pitchers starting here, uh, Graham Ashcraft. They're actually 8-3 and three in his 11 starts, and considering they only have 37 total wins, eight of them have come with him on the hill. You know what? I'm getting them basically a pick them at home. Minus 130. Love the Reds this afternoon. Uh, give me the Marlins uh, plus the 110. Pick number two, Baltimore. Minus 120 versus Tampa Bay. Yeah, keep on playing the Orioles. I know they did lose last night, but you know what? A big uh, back-to-back series since the uh, baseball resumed since the All-Star uh, break. Uh, Sankey's and Devil Dogs. They're 3-3 three and three so far. Not bad. Uh, Rays, meanwhile, have lost five of their last eight. They're five games under 500 on the road. Uh, rubber game. Not really rubber, but it's the fourth game of their four-game set. I think Baltimore's going to win the series. Uh, you know what? Love the Orioles. Basically, pick them. Minus 120 at home. Uh, give me uh, the uh, Rays at even. Pick number three, uh, Kansas City plus a run and a half uh, at New York. Now, I must say, I like this pick a lot better when Andrew Benatendi was wearing a Royals uniform versus a Stankies uniform. But you know what? Kansas City's still live dogs. Uh, they're three and three their last six. Nothing great, but that's good for Kansas City. Stankies, after losing last night, four and seven their last 11. Stanton's out. You know what? I just think Kansas City heading into New York might be a live dog here. Uh, give me the Yankees minus one and a half. 
Pick number four, Toronto laying a run and a half versus Detroit. Right back on the Blue Jays who burned us last night somehow or another. Uh, you know what? They're still, though, 8-2 and two since they fired manager Charlie Montoya. They're at home. Uh, you know what? Detroit sucks, especially on the road. At home, they're halfway decent, but on the road, they're atrocious. I think this is one of the better plays of the night. Toronto is not losing to the Tigers. Uh, give me the Tigers uh, plus the one and a half runs. Pick number five, Cleveland. Pick them at Boston. Uh, you know, the Sox, our beloved Red Sox, are inching closer and closer to becoming sellers at next week's trade deadline. Four and 15, their last 19 games. You got a starter in Cutter Crawford who doesn't go more than five, six innings, which means you're going to get that Red Sox bullpen three or four innings again tonight. It's gotten beaten up the last couple of nights. Uh, how can't you play Cleveland and pick them? Eh, give me the Red Sox uh, at, at pick them. Pick number six, Angels laying a run and a half versus Texas. Otani night. Yes, Shohei's on the hill for L.A. It's not an automatic win, but uh, you know what? Almost. L.A. is, in fact, 6-1 and one his last seven starts. Considering they only have eight other wins over the last two months, you know what? If you're ever, ever, ever going to play the Angels, this is the time with Otani on the hill. Eh, give me the Rangers uh, plus the one and a half runs. Pick number seven, uh, Cubs plus 125 at San Francisco. Boy, you talk about two teams headed in the opposite direction. This is it. Cubs are red hot somehow or another. They've won six straight. Giants, meanwhile, ice cold. They've lost seven in a row. And uh, although the Cubs are 17 games under 500, they're actually only five games under on the road. Go figure. Uh, you know, Giants, meanwhile, just atrocious. They can't hit their way out of a paper bag. Cubs live dogs tonight for sure. Uh, give me the Giants, uh, minus the 145. Opposite picks uh, for a Thursday night and afternoon, actually. We got the Miami this afternoon, uh, plus 110 against Cincinnati. We got Tampa Bay this afternoon, even at Baltimore. We got the Stankies laying a run and a half against Kansas City. We got the Tigers, ooh, this one's painful, plus a run and a half against Toronto. Uh, give us the Red Sox. Pick them at home against Cleveland. Uh, Texas is plus a run and a half against Otani and the Angels. And uh, give us San Francisco minus 145 against uh, the Red Hot Cubs. Opposite picks for a Thursday, July 28th. Good luck, folks. And there you go. And we'll post those uh, on the website as we always do, oppositepicks.com, as uh, we hopefully uh, pass along a couple of winners. Uh, speaking of winners, uh, Joey Chestnut did it again last night. 44 chicken fingers. Now, in five minutes, I'm guessing the chicken fingers weren't like little chicken nuggets. Uh, Kane's chicken fingers. I'm not sure what that, you know, what uh, what company that is, but... Well, what a way to make a living, stuffing your face. I, I mean, I, I, it, it beats laying bricks. I get that. But this guy's going to be dead by the time he turns 60, right? I mean, his insides are just going to, like, fall apart. I mean, just shoving 44 chicken fingers in five minutes. And just the sound of it is painful, let alone doing it. There's got to be a better way there, Joey. They're just And listen, if you're going to do it, tell FanDuel so we can post some odds on this stuff because we all know he's the greatest lock in, in sports handicapping history with the uh, the hot dog hitting uh, contest right on July 4th. We always cash in on that. So, But there's just got to be a better way. Uh, John of Manhattan joins us here as he always does uh, on a uh, Thursday morning. What's going on, John? How are you this morning? I'm good, Scott. How's it going over there in... Uh in uh, Plainview. 
Uh, it's a beautiful thing. Everything's fine. Um, Scott, I'm perseverating on the uh, Padres manager Melvin's moves yesterday at Detroit. Um, bottom of the ninth, they were clinging to a one-run lead, and uh, he brings in a guy to play second. He brings in Machado to play third. He's moving guys all around, okay? Um, guy leads off with the, the Tiger leads off with a double. Ground ball to uh, then a pinch runner at, gets put in at second. Ground ball to first. The guy doesn't go to third. He doesn't advance. So then um, oh. the, uh, the Padres are one out away from a win. You know, is this guy going to get stranded on second? And uh, a fly ball to right field that probably should have been caught uh, gives the, the Tigers the win. But, you know, Melvin brought in a guy named Taylor Rogers, Scott, who before he blew it yesterday, one and four with six blown saves. Why can't he leave Garcia wow. in the game, who was uh, on his way to his 18th hold yesterday, Scott? Um, can you look at that box score if you, if, if you get a chance? Why bring in Taylor Rogers, uh, who has six blown saves? And uh, I, I know hindsight's 20-20. And then poor Melvin's not going to get back on the field till tomorrow, so uh, he's better be reaching for the uh, acid reflux medicine. Thanks, Scott. Yeah, you know what it is, John? It's funny, we were talking about this last night. The middle reliever is gone uh, in, in baseball um, to the point where the, the long reliever, maybe I should say, because um, they're all kind of middle relievers. But the long reliever, they're, they're done. You know, the guy that can go out there and throw, uh, you know, two, three, four innings, they're gone. They're just, you can count on one hand how many exist. Point being, everybody goes one inning. Yeah, you, you talk about Garcia, you're right. I mean, I would have kept them in there, right? Cruise through the eighth. You know how many times Garcia has pitched this year? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. About, I won't I'll count them all. About 60 times, right? 50, 60 times. You know how many times he's thrown more than one inning? One. One. Two. Twice. In about 60, uh, 50 or so, we'll say 50. I. In about 50 appearances, he's thrown more than one inning two times. I mean, it's, it's crazy. These guys, they just don't go more than one inning. Doesn't matter if, uh, looking at his line score, if he threw eight pitches to get out of the one inning or he threw 30. Doesn't matter. Pitch count doesn't matter, which makes no sense. You know, at 14 pitches last night, there's no reason why he couldn't pitch again, right? I mean, an another inning. It's just everybody has their role. It's so stupid because you need everybody to fulfill their role rather than ride the hot hand. And the kicker to it all is, like, the Padres don't even play tonight. So it's not like, well, we need them for tomorrow, meaning today. They, they, they don't play today. Uh, you're going to bring in a reliever who sucks instead. And the managers wonder why they don't win games. They they wonder why they get fired. Gee, I got a raw deal. No, you, it's because you're you're stupid. That that's what it is. You, you you're just stupid. You don't know how to run a baseball team. Amazing. All right, our pitching parlay. By the way, stay away from Alex Wood. Normally, we bet on pitchers who face the Angels, the Braves. The Pirates, the Brewers, and the Cubs. Because those are the uh, five top strikeout teams. But we're going to stay away from the Cubs tonight 
because they're on fire. Uh, they've only struck out seven times their last two games. So uh, be a little leery of Alex Wood and his five and a half. And, you know, he's hit that in four of his last five games. It's monster juice to minus 158, but uh, they're sucking you in on that. You watch. I bet the Cubs don't strike out six times, at least not against Wood tonight. So we're staying away. So every day we're going to pick three of our guys, two or three, and we're going to use the alternate numbers for them. Tonight we're going to use three. Going to use Otani, 11 strikeouts on FanDuel, plus 320. Again, he's had 10 or more his last five games. We're going to use Wheeler, Zach Wheeler, nine strikeouts at plus 320. He's facing Pittsburgh, one of the worst strikeout teams in baseball. He's had seven or more, 10 of his last 15 starts. He's due for a major strikeout game. I like that one. And then we're going to go with Logan Gilbert of Seattle, his real number is five and a half. We're going to grab him at seven strikeouts at plus 260. I mean, think about that, folks. That's only more, one more strikeout than what you're kind of counting on him getting. You know, if you're betting the over five and a half, you're thinking he's going to get six, right? All right, so we'll stretch it to seven, and we're more than doubling our money. So Otani 11, Wheeler 9, Gilbert 7. That three-person uh, parlay, $10.00. Pay six hundred and twenty-five bucks. It's a sixty-two and a half to one parlay. Not bad. You will never get a better three-team parlay uh, to hit those numbers like you do with these pitching guys. You, you know you got to be lucky, uh, but I guarantee you, out of Otani, Howard, Wheeler, Gilbert, Anderson, Steele, Lyles, and Thompson, I guarantee you, out of the eight those eight guys. At least three will hit like way over their total. And when I say way, I mean two over the total. We just have to hope we have the right ones. So 10 bucks, uh, we win 625. So good luck with that. Our open parlay. All right, we've got to start a brand new one. $100 full unit. Uh, for us, it's $100 for uh, recording purposes. We're going to go back to uh, the Dodgers. That uh, They killed our last parlay, but we'll, we'll go right back to the Dodgers. Minus 215 at Colorado. $100 play on the Dodgers at minus 215 with Anderson on the hill. is going to win us uh, 47 bucks. So that's leg number one. We hit that, then we roll it over. You know that. Our six-team underdog parlay, we're 2-0. We didn't play anything yesterday. We're up to 120 bucks. We're going to put that on the Cubs tonight at 124 at San Francisco. 120 bucks to win 149. Leg number three. We need six winners. Keep your fingers crossed on that one. Cubbies who are hot and the Giants who are ice cold. And then no pro Dodgers anti-nationals parlay because the Nats are off tonight. All right, we'll close up shop. Questions for Brittany Griner next year on Ops and Picks, Sportsman Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, a couple stories here that uh, we didn't have time to delve into. Don't forget, I will be filling in on uh, Football Full Circle coming up next right here, me and Joe Lisi on uh, Sports Grid Radio. First up, Bubba Watson, uh, apparently going to be the latest to join the LIV Golf Series. I tell you what, you know, we brought this up last night in-game live. Is tennis next? 
you think about it, you know, golf, you need 50, 60, 75 golfers to really make your sport legitimate. Tennis, all you need are, what, a dozen top 12 uh, tennis players? That's all you really need. I wonder if the United States uh, TA, Tennis Association, is, uh, you know, kind of fretting like, uh uh-oh, what if these Saudis come after us? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, tennis be next. Uh, The Kremlin warned today that uh, the United States should shut up, basically, about Brittany Griner, paraphrasing there, and that all these deals are normally kept behind the scenes until it's actually done. Uh, The fact that this uh, deal was offered up a couple of weeks ago makes me think it's not going to get done. But if it does, questions for Brittany. And we've been one of the few that have been calling for this poor poor woman to be released, right, way back when. Uh, I would like to know, uh, are are you going to stop playing Brittany basketball in countries who are at war and who we really don't like? Uh, If you're released, are you going to stop doing drugs even for medicinal purposes? Uh, if you're going to be uh, released, are you going to avoid public places like the rest of Americans now that a known terrorist supporter is going to be apparently on the loose? Uh, are you going to tell LeBron James he's an idiot for suggesting you not return to the United States if you get released? And finally, I think most of all, the question all Americans really want to know If you get released and the government comes through, will you now stand for the national anthem? We shall see. We shall see. Uh, You got your list of winners. I'll be on in-game live later on tonight as well. Football full circle coming up next. Me and Joe Lisi. Enjoy the rest of your day, folks. Keep it right here. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM 159.